0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to this special episode of We Gotta Talk with Sunny. I thought it'd be fun to come on and do a solo episode. It's been a while. It's been a long time, actually, um, since it was just me and my microphone. Um, We've been keeping so busy on the show with amazing guests, and I really like to keep it straight up about the guest when we have like a themed show because, you know... Um, yeah, we want to focus on the knowledge. We want to focus on the things that we're bringing to the table as far as information and tips and good stories and stuff. So anyway, um, I thought I would pop on occasionally here on a solo episode to just let you guys know what's going on in life and talk about some of the other stuff that doesn't necessarily fit into that week's theme. Like, so, oh, so much to catch up on. I want to say that I want to start with the Oprah interview, but I kind of covered the Oprah Megan interview already in one of our, um, previous episodes. But let me just say this here right now. Um, as if the world needs my opinion on this. Did you guys watch this? Of course you watched this. This is the interview heard around the world. There were so, this was my super bowl. By the way, this was so much of must-see TV for me that I literally ran from my son's room during our bedtime routine. And I was like, I gotta go, your dad's taken over because I got a TV show that I have to watch. Part of that was because I have no idea about how to like rewind on-demand TV, Uh, which sounds stupid, but it's true. Like when it's a a big three network and it's happening live, I don't know how my apps work, how my inter- the interface on my TV works to like rewind to the beginning. So I was like, Andrew, I have to just go down when it starts. And God love him. He just lets me do what I have to do. I was like, it's for work. And it was for work because I did a podcast interview on this whole thing. But anyway, I just want to just comment on it here as the dust has settled over the past couple of days. I don't know what you guys think. Um, I really am looking forward <laughs> I just put it this way I'm really looking forward to what the next few weeks might bring because this has been the pebble that rolled into the boulder that turned into the avalanche like we have all of these huge allegations against the palace and against the royal family that like true American girl style Megan just came out with like guns blaze and I was like all right I like it I mean that's because let's be honest, in a Megan and Kate moment, I'm probably more of a Megan. You know, I have things to say. I can't keep my mouth shut. I'm smart. You know, I like to, I'm smart. <laughs> That's a godfather line. Oh God. Anyway, um, yeah. So I started kind of not into, I wasn't necessarily team anyone, um, but wasn't necessarily like super obsessed, hashtag team Sussex. Um, but as the dust has settled on this interview and I'm sort of ingesting more of what she said and the um, the bigness, for lack of a better word, of of the um, the consequences that could come out of her words here, like maybe changes to the way the palace operates, changes to how we will see them interact with the public in the future. I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing... Um, what changes are made? Cause it sounds like it's, uh, it's time to tweak things in the old Buckingham palace. Anyhow, I just had to throw that in there cause I just got off of listening to another podcast where the host was diving into this and I just, I'm obsessed anyway. God, what has happened to me? Literally. I can't believe I've become one of those girls. Anyhow, um, we are coming off of a super fun beach day yesterday I like to catch you guys up on personal things here because I have made my Instagram like super, super work oriented. So if you want to know the lowdown of what's like really happening, I figure this is a great place to do it. Um, We in Florida, it's like deadly, crazy, stupid hot starting in like May. So this time of year, March, April, February, March, April, it's actually great beach weather. And when we prefer to be out there because you don't like sizzle upon stepping into the sunlight, Well, I made the mistake, speaking of sizzling, going to the beach yesterday and just completely forgetting to cover my back in sunblock. I don't know what it was. I was standing in the shade for a while. I was getting a little cocky. I thought, you know what, I don't really burn anyway. I got home yesterday and there were like, uh, it was like someone just like, I I like laid in red Kool-Aid and like marinated red Kool-Aid on my back for four hours. It was bad, it's so painful. I'm sitting here talking to you guys. And it like actually, my butt actually just hurts sitting, but thankfully it's a lot better than it was. And shout out to Andrew for running to CVS and grabbing me some some aloe vera last minute. Um, But the PSA here is if you're coming down to Florida eh, this time of year, you need to slather on the SPF. Like, don't be like me. I'm chasing all of the kids around all day, reapplying their little sunscreen stick on their face, making sure they're sprayed down. And of course I completely and totally forgot about myself. Um, so yeah, be careful when you come down here. Wanted to reflect a little bit on Florida in the lockdown too. So we're at a year mark now, and I remember last year, as everyone does, when this all started initially, thinking that we were, you know, going to get through this a little quicker than we did. I actually was a little more suspicious in the early stages of it passing in two weeks. I remember Fauci coming on and being like, lockdown, two weeks to stop the spread. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem right because at some point the virus is going to come back out. So I always thought it would be long, just not um, this long, like a year and a half-ish, because that's what it's looking like by the time we project and, and, and things will be completely over. Um, I want to say this, you know, we get a lot of heat in Florida for being Florida, Florida, man, people eating people's faces off under freeways. That's a real story. Look it up. Happened in Miami. Um, and all just the crazy shit that happens here because I don't know what it is, but this state does tend to attract some of the more colorful and interesting crime in the world. It's just it's kind of like, you know, it's Florida, you know, Florida man segments wouldn't exist were it not for the florida of Florida. There's just some weird stuff happening here. But I'm going to go on record and say, um, never have I ever been happier to be a Floridian than now. Um, this whole situation of the lockdown, and I know states are doing it differently, and that's the beauty of the country we live in where uh, states can decide independently through their leaders and their people what the best way to respond to any given crisis is. But I have been so happy to be in a state that, um, and I guess this isn't necessarily due to government officials, uh, maybe partially, but just due to the fact that it's really warm and easy to be outside here. Um, I'm looking at and talking with friends who are still up north, or in other states where the lockdown is just a little um, a little more severe, for lack of a better term. And I'm just feeling so grateful that we have the ability to walk outside, you know, in January and February. And when I can't go to a restaurant or a, or a playroom area or, you know, something to entertain the kids, I can just open the back door and let those little buggers run out and, and burn energy and take a walk around our neighborhood and ride a bike I mean, this single thing that has saved my sanity over the past year has, has been fresh air, has been the ability to walk outside and literally just take a deep breath. And for us, the beach is a little bit of a drive, but we can go there. And the beaches, for the most part, over the past year, have been open and free. And, you know, it's pretty safe to be outside. Um, I'm just so tremendously grateful. And listen, my heart goes out to everybody who is still in. Any form of serious lockdown right now because, gosh, we're we're teetering on the verge of recovery and, and getting back to normal life, but we're not quite there yet. And these are the hardest days. So um, I never, I just never really thought that I would say that. I never thought I'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm happy, I'm glad to be a Floridian. I am though. Um, you know, we we have maintained a semblance of normalcy down here with that. Um, has been truly the biggest gift, mental health gift over the past year. If you guys have listened for a while, you know that last year was quite difficult on me and my family uh, with health issues and with, I mean, it was for everybody, right? You can't say that it's, anyone had an easy year, but um, I just am reflecting back on when this all started last year and when virtual schooling started with my son and we had, you know, the girls here still who were doing their own little version of (laughs) virtual school. And I just remember the, the sheer terror that I had in my heart then. like, Oh my God, what a restarting here. What we are at the beginning of something big and bad. And I don't know what it is. And, um, and reflecting back from where we are now and realizing, Oh my gosh, first of all, we're slowly getting through it. And second of all, um, I just, yeah, I'm just grateful to be in a place where I can, literally breathe fresh air to save my sanity because it's been a doozy 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 of a year um okay let's dig just a little bit into this week's topic on we gotta talk so i'm gonna dedicate the whole show on Wednesday to our guest who I'm really excited about. We're gonna have Christine Bullock back on. She is a fitness and health expert. She has all of these amazing uh, virtual workouts posted on her Instagram and all of her cha- YouTube, and all of her channels where she runs you through really, really doable and um, effective workouts right at home. Like most of the time you don't even need equipment. So we're gonna do a little live show on, on Wednesday 10 a.m. Eastern on our Facebook and YouTube channel. So facebook.com slash we got to talk or just search my name, Sunny Abbott on YouTube. She's going to run us through a quick 10 minute workout on Wednesday, which is going to be so fun. And then in keeping with the theme of rituals, we are also going to um, run through her favorite smoothie recipes. So if you're doing a lot of working out and you want to supplement with some extra nutrients and vitamins and goodies that you might not be getting in your diet. You might wanna consider adding a smoothie in. You can kind of dump a lot of healthy stuff into one cup and mix it up and it can be amazing and delicious. So after we do our workout, Christine's gonna bring us into the kitchen and we'll do a fun smoothie recipe and just have a little girl chat while we do it. But um, because we're gonna be dedicating all of, all, of, all of that time to Christine and her um, amazing tips, I wanted to run through another fun ritual that I do every night that helps me relax. Um, And I'm going to make this into a blog post too. So you guys can check it out on the blog Uh, as of Tuesday of this week. So I guess tomorrow, because I'll be uploading this podcast on a Monday. This has become my favorite nighttime routine over the past year. Speaking of mental health, speaking of difficult years, I've really found comfort in rituals as I'm sure many of you had over the past year, little things that I can do to predict like if I know what's happening, it gives me a sense of control. I always say control the controllables. And the only thing that we could control over the past year was literally what was happening under our own roofs. So um, this is what I started to do. I, I I would say right around this time last year and have kept with it. And it has made a massive difference in my ability to relax every night and my ability to just take the stress level down from a 10 which it was usually at, especially when we were virtually schooling, um, gradually from a 10 down to a one so I can drift off into sleep. And um, I wanted to share it with you with you guys here. So first things first, I'm a nighttime bather. I like to shower. I like to wash the day off and get clean before I get into my sheets. No dirty feet. Going. If I, for some reason, shower earlier in the day or you know, a little earlier than bedtime and I do a little walking around in the house, I will stick my feet in the sink and wash them like full on suds them up with my hands, dry them off. It's a ritual. It's a thing. If you have not tried it, I highly encourage it. There's something about cleaning your feet before you step into bed that just, I don't know. It just gives me the sense of peace and cleanliness. And I just, I feel like I'm diving into my sheets like a fresh person. So anyway, nighttime, Definitely shower, sometimes a bath, sometimes just feet wash, crawling in with all of this stuff in my nightstand or on my nightstand so that I can officially and fully relax. First things first, the magnesium drink. I will link this in show notes, but Moon Juice makes a powdered magnesium called Magnesi-OM, and it is a lightly berry flavored powder that you mix into water. You use about a teaspoon, I believe, per glass. And if you haven't read up on the health benefits of magnesium, I'm obviously not a doctor, so please don't take just my word for it. Speak to your own health practitioner, but my doctor told me it is essential for um, helping the body and mind relax and repair so from what I gather again not an expert magnesium is a nutrient that is deficient in most people's diets apparently it came comes from the soil and you know we used to be uh, eating things that were organically farmed in our own spaces this is eons ago obviously not anytime recently but our, our vegetables and our produce were carrying this nutrient so much more years and years and years and thousands of years ago, because we were eating literally from the earth. We don't do that. We eat a Chick-fil-A now, or at least we do. And um, we don't get this really essential ingredient. So here's what it helps with, for me, anxiety. Like if you're having a moment in the middle of the day, your kid's melting down, you can even drink this in the middle of the day. Um, Helps with anxiety, um, relaxation in general. It also, this particular blend has um, of magnesium has some other um, vitamins in it that help with um, brain health. I think it's L-theanine. Um, and it just, it helps your muscles relax and repair. It is like a whole body prescription for better relaxation. So naturally, this is the first step in my ritual. I have that mixed and sitting on my nightstand at night. If I don't do it before I put the kids to bed, I will just sip on it as I read and watch TV. And I'll get to that in a second, but first steps definitely always magnesium. It has become an essential part of my nighttime ritual. Um, step number two in my nighttime ritual is something that, um, I also have been wearing for gosh, over a year now, blue light glasses. So these have a lens in that I believe is tinted a little yellow and they block the blue light from all of our electronic devices that are constantly surrounding us these days. So if you're watching TV at night or reading your iPad and it's not switched into night shift, you want to make sure that this is part of your routine as well. They're super cheap. You can get them on Amazon. Again, I will link a pair or two in show notes, but I pop these on first thing because if Andrew and I put on the TV, I want to make sure that there's nothing that's going to get in the way of my body's perception of relaxation. So the the long and short of blue light is it, uh, it tells something to our brain to keep it more awake than it should. Um, and we don't want that because there's a whole process of uh, chemical releases, like a chain reaction sort of, that happens at nighttime when our body begins to recognize that it's time to relax. And this process, which generally you know happens over a period of time, can be impeded when we flick on the TV or our iPhones in front of our faces at night and they're not in night shift or night mode. That blue light can stimulate parts of our brain that essentially don't let us sleep as well as we need to sleep. So blue light glasses have become a staple. I pop those on right away and um, go from there. Hold on, I just got a text from Andrew. Oh gosh, this is fun. Oh, he forgot his lunch. Uh, shoot, I have a dentist appointment too. Um, I have a dentist appointment, but we'll try. Okay, anyway, sorry about that, speaking of Andrew, um, yeah. So we pop into bed after that. I know I just went on this whole diatribe against electronics, but we watch TV. We have a TV in our room. There's a whole argument and a case against having TVs in rooms. I get it. If it's your sanctuary, if you like having, um, true peace and no possibility for, you know, any type of electronic stimulation, then don't have a TV. I like a TV because it's really Andrews and my only time for, sitting down together and like putting our collective attention on something else. That's not like a screaming child. So currently we're, uh, we just wrapped Mad Men. We're watching Servant now. This is a whole separate podcast. Have you watched Servant? It's really like engagingly disturbing. I can't describe it any other way. It's an M. Night Shyamalan show, which we know he's like king of twists and turns and horror movies that aren't gory they're just kind of creepy. They're actually really creepy. So you have to watch Servant, long, the long and short. We're in the middle of that. We have this love-hate relationship with that show. It's like, oh, there's another episode of Servant. I guess we're gonna watch it and then we watch it. We're like, what is this? But we can't stop. Anyway, send us show recommendations. Um, That is actually the next step in my nighttime routine, the flicking on of the TV. As we're watching TV, next step in my ritual is aromatherapy. Okay, so if you've read the blog for any length of time, you know, I have been using this uh, sleeping balm by this company called Bynacht, B-Y-N-A-C-H-T. It's a German made skin line. And I've had the pleasure of interviewing the founder. Gosh, this is last year. I don't know. Where are we? What year are we? Who am I? What is my name? I don't even know what year I interviewed her. I think it was last year. I think it was 2020. But truly, I can't remember because I've lived many, many lives over the past 12 months. But Jessica Hoyer is the founder of the skincare line. And the whole basis behind Binoct is um, really maximizing the benefits of good sleep and, and the impact it can have on our skin and our overall health. And she created this sleeping balm that has like lavender, all these beautifully scented essential oils in it and it's 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 like a it's in a tub and it's really thick and you kind of have to you run your finger over the top of it to activate it with heat to get it a little liquidy i put it on my wrists i put it on my temples i put it on the inner crooks of my elbows Um, i even put it on the bottoms of my freshly washed feet because jessica says that there is a permeability on that area that's just like is a little more intense so TLDR, I just slather my body in this, in this balm. One tub will last me at uh, six months. I mean, at least it's really, you know, you're not digging into it with your fingernail. You're just kind of rubbing it on top of the, you know, top of the balm and then onto your pulse points and it will last forever. It smells so good. And truly, I was never a believer in aromatherapy until I incorporated this in. I'll actually hold a little jar in front of my nose and (sighs) take like three deep breaths. Did you like that ASMR? Or did it? Could you smell? Could you hear my deviated septum <laughs> through the microphone? <laughs> anyway, I do do that. Rub it on my pulse points, take a few deep breaths. I'm in full relaxation while I'm watching TV. Next in my nighttime ritual, neck and chest cream. So I will link the version that I'm using right now in show notes, but it's by Skin It's a tripeptide night or neck repair cream, I think it's called. Um, it's in, a, it's in a glass jar with a pump, so it's not especially thick. It's not like a jar, but it's still pretty thick for a lotion, if that makes any sense. Rub that on my neck, rub that on my chest. Anything that's left goes on top of my hands. Next up is the lip mask. Um, I alternate between two favorites here. Summer Fridays Lip Butter Balm and the Laneige, Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask. It's the one in the pink jar. They make one in a green jar too. Haven't tried that. But I put this on really thick and I leave that on through TV time. Um, Next up in my beauty ritual, not my beauty ritual, although there are a lot of beauty products here, to be honest, (laughs) my nighttime ritual is my silk pillowcase. I've written about this too, because this is another one of those hokey weird social media things that I was like, does it really matter? But it does really help. Um, I like a smoother sleeping surface because I am a face slash like, full-on stomach sleeper, I'm actually trying to work on that because stomach sleeping has done a number on my neck that you would not believe. Like so much so that now I have a subscription at the chiropractor. Like I'm a fully, fully entrenched like weekly patient. So don't sleep on your stomach. But this sleep, uh, silk pillowcase has made a huge difference in my sleep because I feel it's not like robbing the moisture of my skin every time I lay down. So I will link, um, a, a, an option that I like on my show notes here that you can check out, but there are tons and tons of really well-priced and also really high quality, um, silk pillowcases that you can do. And, um, and yeah, it's good to know that it's a little softer on my skin. It feels good when I'm lying down. It's just, it's great. And, um, the last step in my nighttime ritual was reading, which is very like boring, but truly the, nail in the coffin, so to speak. It's like, that's a bad analogy when we're talking about going to sleep. Like, a, you know, like, no, it, it puts me into such a deep sleep that I feel like it's like near death. <laughs> what? Horrible. I'm not great with the analogies today. All I'm trying to say is this is like the oldest school way of falling asleep and yet the most effective. I'm not going to say that this will cure insomnia. Thank God I have never struggled with the ability to fall asleep in any way, shape or form, especially after having children. But I do have a very anxious mind in general, as all those who love me can attest. And the ritual of reading at nighttime, especially reading something that is uh, in a genre that I particularly love, that's not a self-help book, pretty much because self-help or, um, things that are overly kind of lessony or like preachy in nature, I say preachy in a good way, activate my brain. They keep me awake. I can't read any how-tos when I'm going to sleep. I need to read fiction, historical fiction, um, anything. Um, but I cannot encourage this practice enough and, and overstate the impact that this has had on my ability to fall asleep at night. Um, I have my iPad out. It used to be an old school Kindle, but, It's not anymore because occasionally I will flip back between web browsing to read, but usually it's my book. I would say 98% of the time I'm falling 99% of the time I'm falling asleep to a novel that I'm reading. So I make sure I have it on night shift. You do that by putting your finger on the top right corner of your Apple device and swiping down and you'll see where the brightness toggle is the thing you can drag up and down. If you press and hold that, Something three circles will pop up in the middle one says night shift and you pop that on and that does the same thing that blue light Glasses do which is remove the blue light from your screen. So if you're reading at nighttime, please, please have that on um, That if you're reading with blue light, it's just kind of counteracting what you're trying to do, which is relax um, And yeah, that's how I fall asleep to a good book I probably get oh gosh anywhere from 15 to 20 pages in before it's just lights out and I flip off the wi any, any, um, transmitting part of any electronic in our bedroom, I shut down. So I don't sleep with my phone near my bed. That's something I should have mentioned too. It's always charging in a separate room. Andrew occasionally has his phone, um, charging on his nightstand, much to my consternation, but what are you going to do? Can't change everyone. <laughs> but I do not have any transmitting devices near me when I sleep at night because I'm a total weirdo. And I don't like any to be surrounded by any like switched on electronics. So I'll shut off the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth on my device, do my reading, start to fall asleep. And then I literally just push my iPad onto the carpet on the floor because I get so tired that that's all I have the energy to do is just give it a little tap tap and it falls onto the floor and Sunny falls asleep. That's it. That's a pretty simple nighttime ritual, isn't it? sounds really complicated but I can't um, I, I just can't stress how the predictability of a ritual can have such a positive impact on your mental health and well-being I know we are so close to the end here in the whole country of this uh, these strict lockdown regulations being lifted so we're getting we're getting close to the finish line and chances are you are you know still kind of struggling. <laughs> mentally to make it through. Try a ritual, try a nighttime practice that is predictable, that is, um, you know, relaxing that your, your brain can get used to. And I promise it will help you relax, get better sleep. And we all end up better and happier people when we get good sleep, right? Um, so yeah, that's it guys. Um, I really, really hope you enjoyed this solo episode. Again, I'm going to try to pop on and do like Sonny's hot take on whatever every week, just to kind of give you my own personal side of things, because as always, we like to keep it on the guests focused on our amazing guests every Wednesday for our live shows. So anyhow, that's it. Find the show live. We do a whole talk show. It's a whole thing. I'm on camera and everything and you can see things and you can see our guests. So watch that Wednesdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Actually, it's going to be 11 a.m. this week because Christine is on the West Coast. So 11 a.m. this week on facebook.com slash we got to talk. Follow me on Instagram at Sunny About it. And please, 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 I'm begging you, leave a five-star rating and good review on the podcast too. That helps to get these out to people who might enjoy them or find them useful. That's it. I'll be back Wednesday and we'll have so much more good tips, tricks, and information on our theme of the week, which is rituals. I uh, Hope you guys are doing well. Talk to you soon.